0: This is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Welcome to the radio and the internet ministry of the Christian Crusaders. Paul's conversion story begins on the road to Damascus. Jesus changes his life to give him new life. What is your Damascus story? Here's Pastor Lee Lavig with today's message on the Damascus Road.
1: Hello friends, each person's spiritual journey is unique unto themselves. No person's faith relationship with God is exactly the same. Yet all of us who have faith in Jesus Christ have been changed for the better by the grace of Christ and by the presence of Jesus' spirit within our hearts. So all of us, like Saul who became Paul, have a conversion experience where the presence of Jesus, the more faith grows and is aware of him, become new in the love of Jesus Christ. What is your Damascus Road experience with Jesus Christ? Will you pray with me? Dear Lord Jesus, come to us again this morning. Reveal your presence to us, speak to us from your word, and in encountering your love, make us new, rekindle our faith, restore our passion, renew our resolve to follow after you as your disciples. Bless us in this time of worship for the sake of Jesus. Amen. Today, we're going to explore the story of the conversion of Saul. So I encourage you in our worship time to have your Bibles open to Acts chapter 9, where that conversion story is recorded in scripture. But I'd like to read words that Paul wrote to us in 2 Corinthians 5, beginning with verse 14. The love of Christ controls us, having concluded this, that one died for all, therefore all died. And he died for all, so that they who live might no longer live for themselves, but for him who died and rose again on their behalf. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creature. The old things passed away, behold, new things have come. Now all these things are from God, who reconciled us to himself through Christ, and gave us the ministry of reconciliation, namely, God was in Christ reconciling the world to himself, not counting their trespasses against them. And he has committed to us this word of reconciliation. Therefore, we're ambassadors for Christ, as though God were making an appeal through us. We beg you on behalf of Christ, be reconciled to God. He made him who knew no sin to be sin on our behalf, that we might become the righteousness of God in him. Dear friends, today's story is the dramatic conversion of Saul to Paul, one of the best known stories of a radical change in all the scriptures. But I want to tell you that every believer in Jesus Christ has their own experience of a Damascus road. Certainly not any christian experience is identical nor normative however for all of us who have come to faith in jesus jesus the living one has revealed himself to us in a way that is alive and we have encountered him as a living person who has changed our life the presence of jesus christ changes our whole life story narrative Jesus himself, you remember, said he makes all things new. The Bible is full of conversion stories. You think about Nicodemus who came to Jesus at night in John 3. And Jesus told him, you must be born again. Or the woman at the well... Or the lame man lying by the pool of Bethesda who when the water percolated longed for the strength to crawl into the water and be healed and then he met the divine healer himself. Or the lame man whose four friends lowered him through the roof and Jesus forgave his sin but also healed his body. Or the story of blind Bartimaeus begging by the road and Jesus The Lord of the universe stands before him and says, What do you wish for me to do for you? Or the woman with the flow of blood who said, If I can only touch the hem of his garment, I'll be healed. Fishermen who catch a boatload of fish in a miracle. Or a dead man named Lazarus who hears the voice of Jesus, the Lord of life, call him out of the tomb and he has life restored, even though it's been four days since he breathed his last. There's also stories that I've encountered through my life journey as a pastor, a meth addict coming off a four-day bender who says, Can Jesus still love me? Or a four-year-old girl baptized as an infant whose parents never worshipped. She's in a tough home life, but her Sunday school teacher teaches her about the God who is her heavenly father and jesus who knows her and loves her and says that she's precious and important to him and she falls in love with jesus this little four-year-old girl because she knows and believes that jesus is strong he loves her he's with her always and he listens to her heart Or the 84-year-old man who stubbornly resisted God in his arrogance all his life, very successful from a worldly standpoint, but on his deathbed finally opens his heart to hear the message of Christ. Or the 36-year-old man facing prison time for embezzlement, who sees himself in a mirror and doesn't like what he sees anymore, and phones his pastor, and by the time they're done talking has prayed the sinner's prayer that Jesus would forgive him and come in. All these are stories of people who in a variety of experiences have encountered Jesus as Jesus has revealed himself to them and as unique as a fingerprint, they have had a spiritual awakening. The glorious intruder Jesus has flooded their lives with grace and they're made new. The presence of Jesus, when he reveals himself to us, whatever our spiritual experience gives to us a Damascus Road experience. Our lives, our life narrative is transformed by Jesus' presence, his spirit, and his grace. So in today's story of Saul, who became Paul, the great missionary, we can imagine Saul on his way to Damascus with smoke coming out his ears, growling like a bull ready to charge. Such was the intensity of his hatred for the followers of the way, those who confessed to believe that Jesus of Nazareth was the Messiah. Saul was a hunter trying to capture and imprison anyone, who belonged to Jesus. he beat them, punish them, even murder them, because he believed his cause was right. After all, he thought he was doing it for the Lord. It's an example of religious zeal gone amok. And then Saul meets Jesus, and all of life changes. The light And presence of Jesus literally knocks him off his feet. And as Jesus reveals himself and protects the people of Jesus being persecuted, Saul, the terrorist, is called to be the greatest missionary as a witness for the gospel. What a change. So let's explore the changes that Saul experienced and see if they don't resonate with our own experiences of our Damascus Road experiences. We not only encounter Jesus initially in hearing and believing the message, but we continue to encounter and welcome the spirit of Jesus every day. First, Saul met a new Lord. Saul had heard of Jesus, he knew the message of the gospel, he just dismissed it as untrue, as wrong, and he disrespected anyone who belonged to the followers of the way. In fact, he fought with all his strength against Jesus as Savior, Messiah, or Lord. But now, with the bright light of Jesus' presence, he says, Who are you, Lord? He knows he's in the presence of someone all powerful, greater than himself. It says in Romans 10: if we confess with our lips Jesus is Lord, and believe in our heart that God raised him from the dead, we will be saved. Saul is blinded for three days, fasting, receiving neither food nor water. He's stunned by his experience as he continues to process all these things. And in those moments, he's totally dependent upon God. No illusion of self-will or self-control. He's at the end of himself, and he's at the end of his arrogance, and his arrogance dies. So the rebel fighting against Jesus and his followers in every way becomes the friend of Jesus, becomes the devoted subject. Of the new Lord. And Saul does surrender to Jesus. He has a new Lord. Secondly, Saul has all new life. He's now communing with God in a very personal way, as Jesus has come to him. It says he's praying. You know how a newborn baby is born and the first thing the doctor hopes for is that child to draw breath and cry? When God created Adam, it says that God breathed into Adam and he became a living being. He became a soul. He received new light and new life. So every new believer has a vivid awareness of God's presence. Prayer is like drawing in the breath of the Spirit. We commune with God as we pray. It's new life for us. It's an interesting part of the story that a man named Ananias, a disciple in the town of Damascus, is given a vision by God to go to Saul because he is praying. Simultaneously, God is orchestrating Another part to the story because he gives to Saul a vision that a man named Ananias is going to come pray for him and that he would receive the Holy Spirit. So God is the invisible presence of this conversion story orchestrating the whole of faith in Saul to Paul coming alive and transforming his life to become the missionary of the gospel. He's got new life. How hard would it have been for Ananias, because of the reputation and history of Saul, to have the courage to obey God's vision and God's command to go to Saul. After the protests were spoken and the Lord reaffirmed that in fact he needed Ananias to do it, to Ananias' credit, he obeyed God in that difficult mission. Does God ever call you to obey him in a way that is difficult, yet necessary for God's purposes? So Ananias is really a hero in the story of Saul's transformation and his blindness being healed and his life being empowered by the Holy Spirit. Ananias obeys and Saul becomes Paul, the missionary and the author of a majority of the New Testament. Another element of this new life is the change that takes place when we leave behind things that must be in the past in order to embrace the new life that Christ has for us. So we leave behind all our shame and guilt We leave behind our regrets and failures. Sometimes those regrets haunt us like ghosts living in the attic of our consciousness. We've got to give those ghosts to God and ask him to heal it, let go of it. Some of us have painful pasts where people have perpetrated abuse or have violated us or been unjust to us. We need to let go of that and ask Jesus to heal our hearts, heal our emotional wounds, so that we see ourselves in the strength of Christ's spirit to be survivors rather than victims. We need to leave behind those bad habits and wrong attitudes that can warp our new life. And finally, we need to leave behind a low self-image of self-condemnation and embrace the truth of who we are as God sees us as his forgiven, precious children. The third element of what is new for Saul is he receives a new mission in his life. The words that God gave to Ananias Describing Saul are that he was the chosen instrument to bear Jesus' name. Wow, that's a mission statement, isn't it? That we would each see ourselves as God's selected chosen instruments. And that the whole purpose of my living is to bear the name of Jesus to all that I would meet. To be a vessel of God's grace to bless every person I meet. So the new mission and purpose for Saul to Paul is that the terrorist becomes a messenger of God's love. It's the habitat in which he lives. Remember Paul wrote in Romans 5, by grace that we live in, we're justified by faith. We have access to God's grace in which we live. So all the qualities that were problematic for Saul were now harnessed to be effective under the lordship of Jesus. Saul was loyal and passionate, intelligent and educated in the scriptures, courageous and bold, willing to persevere under hardship. And now all of this is available to the spirit of Jesus Christ for the purposes of God's kingdom. He bears the name of Jesus The fourth new thing for Saul is that he has a new power. When Ananias prayed for him, he received the Spirit of Jesus. He surrendered to the Spirit's control in every aspect of life. When we have our Damascus Road experience, we also daily put to death our sinful nature with the power of God's Spirit and we daily surrender and avail ourselves to the Lord of the universe, to Jesus, our Savior. We submit to the wisdom of the Word of God, and the power of the Spirit fills our lives. Fifth and finally, Saul experiences a new family of fellowship. When Ananias prays for him even though he had been afraid of Saul, now when he comes to him, he says, Brother Saul, when Jesus revealed himself to you, God chose you as his instrument. Brother Saul. Saul is now a part of God's family, and Ananias, who has been a part of the family, welcomes him into the family. All our relationships are now redefined, by the presence of Jesus' spirit and our sense of belonging to the body of Christ, to the family of God. John Newton was a sailor at sea living a debauched life. John Newton worked on slave ships, capturing slaves in Africa to sell in the New World. He eventually sank so low that he was the captain of his own slave ship. Then once when his ship was at storm, at sea, he was reading the testimonies of men in the evangelical movement of the 18th century, men like Charles and John Wesley. And in the reading, the Spirit brought John Newton to faith in Jesus Christ. Jesus changed his whole life narrative On the tombstone of John Newton, who we know best for being the author of the well-known Christian hymn, Amazing Grace, on the tombstone of John Newton, it says, Once infidel and libertine, servant of slavers in Africa, by the rich mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ, was preserved, restored, pardoned, and appointed to preach the faith he had long labored to destroy. There's a conversion story. Watch your Damascus Road story as Jesus has changed your life to give you new life. Amen. Let's pray together. Lord Jesus, we thank you that you know us individually as the people of your creation. You know our needs. You know where we've been on our journey You know our inner emotions and heart and mind. Today we thank you that your presence comes to us, revealing your grace and mercy greater than all our sins. We invite you, Lord Jesus, to come into our hearts. We thank you for going to the cross to die for our sins. We pray that you would cleanse us and make us new in your love and grace thank you for being our new lord and savior in your name we pray amen so hear this blessing the lord bless you and keep you the lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you the lord look upon you with favor and give you his peace in the name of the father and the son and the holy spirit amen
0: Christian Crusaders continues to be of vital importance to the spiritual needs of many who listen. We ask you to help make this program possible through your prayers and financial considerations. Address your gifts to Christian Crusaders, 7401 University Avenue, Cedar Falls, Iowa, 50613. Our toll-free phone number is 1-888-MY-FAITH. In the Cedar Falls, Waterloo, Iowa area, dial 277-0924. Or visit us on the internet at christiancrusaders.org. It's a convenient and secure way to support this ministry with your credit card. We thank all those who support this ministry with their prayers and gifts. If you'd like to listen to today's message again, you can find it in one of three podcasts. The first podcast, called the CC Broadcast, is where weekly services are archived. The second podcast, called the CC Podcast Conversations, is where we archive inspiring interviews with interesting Christians, such as gangster and murderer Ron Gruber and NFL football player from the University of Iowa, Ike Boddiker and other interesting and inspiring interviews we believe you'll enjoy. The third podcast, called the CC Podcast Daily Dose Devotionals, is where we host our daily Bible overview with six-minute devotions. These podcasts can be subscribed to on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and others. You'll find a link to them on our website, christiancrusaders.org. Our Living the Jesus Life series ended with Pastor Kramer's July 12th message. Throughout the 15 sermons of the series, we've taken a closer look at the book of Philippians and what the Apostle Paul wanted us to know about living the life God wants for us in His Son. If you enjoyed the series and want to read or listen to it again or for the first time, Christian Crusaders will be making the entire series available in print and audio versions for a suggested donation of $25 or more. For more information about getting a copy of the series, you can write us at Christian Crusaders, 7401 University Avenue, Cedar Falls, Iowa, 50613, or call us at 319 or visit our website at www.christiancrusaders.org. You've been worshiping with the Christian Crusaders radio and internet ministry. We are happy you chose to worship with us today, and we pray you will join us again next Sunday on this station. Conducting today's service was the Reverend Lee Lovick, pastor of Faith Lutheran Church in Spencer, Iowa, and associate speaker on Christian Crusaders, broadcasting and podcasting biblical truth since 1936.